welcome. You are listening to another episode of Assurance in Action, the podcast of your total quality assurance provider, Intertech. I am your host, Seth Martin-Wick, and I am the marketing manager for Business Assurance. Uh, today, we will be covering the ISO 37001 Anti-Bribery Management System Standard. I am joined by Carl Harland, who is the technical director and regional certification manager for Intertech's Business Assurance Group. Carl, how are you doing today? Yeah, doing well, thanks, Seth. And yourself? Very good. Very good. Uh, so what is your background in the industry and what do you do with Intertech? Yeah, sure. So my background is in um, information technology, government services, and latterly for the last 14 years um, in the assurance testing, inspection and certification industry. This has given um, me great exposure to the challenges that many industry sectors face. Um, specifically at Intertech, I'm responsible for the UK business assurance operation which includes management systems, certification, supplier management assessment, and bespoke solution. This also includes the topic of today, the global UCAS accreditation, that includes one scheme, one scheme of which is um, 37001, where we participated in the UCAS pilot scheme and subsequently gained the accreditation recognition. Great. So uh, with... ISO 37001, we have covered it in a previous episode. It was a bit more of an overview. So um, it's designated as the anti-bribery management system standard. So just to recap, what does ISO 37001 set out to do? So, yeah, in very simple terms, ISO 37001 sets out to provide a framework for organizations to establish, implement, maintain, review, and improve an anti-bribery management system. The system can be standalone or can be integrated into an overall management system. ISO 37001 provides both the specific requirements for a compliant management system and importantly for users, um, guidance to drive and add value for their organization. The standard aligns to the common ISO management system structure, often referred to as Annex SL, the same structure as found in ISO 9001 for quality, 14001 for environment, 45001 for health and safety, and indeed 27001 for information security management. As for um, the scope of the standard, it is applicable to every um, type of organization, not just high profile sectors that we have heard about where undue advantage has been gained. The standard is, is a flexible framework and the extent of the application depends on the factors described in the standard, e.g. the organization's operating environment, its organizational context in ISO speak, stakeholder needs and expectations, whether they be mandatory, non-mandatory and voluntary, their bribery risk assessment, the bribery risks that the organization might reasonably anticipate facing. And um, sort of the, the background to the standard and the publication of the standard is that um, the starting point is really to understand why um, bribery needs to be addressed. And bribery is a widespread phenomenon. It um, raises serious social, moral, economic and political concerns and undermines good governance. It also hinders the development um, of organizations and um, distorts competition. It can erode justice, undermine human rights and is an obstacle to the relief of poverty. It provides undue advantage to the detriment of others and the undue advantage is a key concept within um, anti-bribery management. It means that benefit results that would not naturally or legally or ethically occur from an activity or any such lack of activity. Governments have made progress in addressing 
um, bribery through um, many international agreements. And for example, there's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Convention on Combating Bribery of Foreign Public Officials and International Business Transactions. There's the United Nations Convention Against Corruption. There are also the national laws, and in most jurisdictions, these are in place. However, it was recognised by governments and their stakeholders that law alone is not sufficient to solve this problem and a cultural shift was needed with organisations taking responsibility to um, proactively contribute to combating bribery. This gave um, birth to ISO 37001 anti-bribery management systems. The standard is intended to provide an anti-bribery management system framework to help achieve this objective and you know, them taking responsibility. It promotes a leadership commitment to establishing a culture of integrity, transparency, openness and compliance. Locally in the UK, but for global application, the United Kingdom Accreditation Service, UCAS, ran a pilot scheme for accreditation in which Intertech participated and subsequently gained accreditation for ISO 37001 to provide certification services. So how is the risk of bribery determined for a given organization? Uh, what information is taken into consideration when determining uh, that risk? Yeah, sure. So um, in many organizations, some anti-bribery measures will already exist. For instance, code of ethics, guidance and requirements for foreign travel might be present, policies for client entertaining, and also no trade countries identified. But what ISO 37001 does is to provide a framework for systematically evaluating the risk of bribery um, an organization faces. And this enables the prevention, detection, and response to bribery, as well as complying with anti-bribery laws and voluntary commitments applicable to its activities. These controls, for example, can include the employment process and background checks of um, potential employees, awareness and training of bribery risks, communication of changing risks um, in the field of bribery, documented resources for reference um, by employees and business associates, financial and non-financial controls, contractor and associate controls. It, incidentally, this is often one of the highest areas of imported risk related to um, bribery. Gifts, hospitality, donations and, sim and similar benefits. In terms of sectors, bribery is not um, sector specific. We often think about the high profile examples that appear in the media, such as government, defense, oil and gas, and utilities. However, it is applicable to small, medium, and large organizations in all sectors, including government, private, and not-for-profit sectors. When we think a little bit deeper, and we can think of examples that have impacted charities, for example, and not-for-profit organizations, Naturally, the bribery risks facing an organization will vary according to the factors such as organizational size, geographical sphere of operations and their coverage, and the scale and complexity of their activities. Indeed, our existing client base um, already extends across multiple sectors. So what difference does an accredited ISO 37001 certification make for a company as opposed to an unaccredited certification or just a bare bones policy? Yeah, thanks, Seth. So regardless of whether an organization chooses to be certified to ISO 37001, an effective anti-bribery management system 
will support the culture that is required to recognise and resist bribery. Bribery will never be eradicated. We have to accept that, but our exposure to it can be controlled. When an organisation chooses to be ISO 37001 certified, it can benefit immensely from demonstrating that it has a third party certified anti-bribery management system. It provides the organisation with a robust first line of defence should a bribery incident occur and the mechanism to deal with it. It also provides independent substantiation of related reporting claims in annual reports, for example. Brand enhancement is also provided from demonstrating proactive management of bribery and ethical trading. Certification will also provide an independent verification on at least an annual basis that an anti-bribery management system is effective. With the proactive risk-based approach that Intertech uses, value will be gained from viewing the organisation through a different lens to those that are inside it. Identification of potential risks and opportunities for improvement are an inherent output of the certification process. And you can also expect to see buy-in from um, organisational leadership because quite simply, when leadership see benefit, they buy in. So a system, so a system that provides brand protection and enhancement, protection against unwarranted costs of doing business, e.g. from bribery risks, and insurance to potentially liable executives is valuable and the interest in anti-bribery management systems is sparked. Great. So... How can ISO 37001 be leveraged in the supply chain, for example? Yeah, so um, if you are new to anti-bribery management, one of the surprising factors is that bribery hotspots show up where you may not expect them. So, for example, if you reviewed the perceived corruption index on the Internet, you may notice that the perceived risk of bribery is higher than you may have expected and impacts countries that you may not expect. For example, Australia. Spain and some of the Scandinavian countries. But importantly, overall, you'll see that countries are near universally impacted, making bribery relevant to all organisations. Our advice is to be very aware of importing potential bribery risks into your organisation by understanding the potential level of bribery that is present. As we have mentioned, one of the greatest potential risks of bribery is imported risk to your organisation. Different organisations have different culturally acceptable norms and hence exposure to potential bribery risks. They will also often have a different set of stakeholders and expectations. When your organisation seeks to partner with, merge or acquire an organisation, its tolerance of potential risks to bribery will need to be fully evaluated because very likely it will differ from yours. In terms of brand awareness and reputation relating to anti-bribery, Organisations that have become known for trading ethically are definitely more attractive to stakeholders. This extends from investors to customers and to attracting the top talent in the industry to work for the organisation. All of these different stakeholders now routinely seeking assurance of ethical credentials before making commitments to an organisation. We are seeing this pattern emerging across the sectors ranging from food to engineering, which we are working with. So the importance of anti-bribery management systems cannot be underestimated. Thank you, Carl. Uh, thank you for your time and, uh, and uh, speaking on ISO 37001 today. Thanks, Seth. Yeah, thank you for your time and um, listening 
to the summary of ISO 37001. Great. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Assurance in Action. Uh, if you would like to learn more about ISO 37001, please follow the links in the description of this podcast. Please also remember to subscribe and rate Assurance in Action whenever you can. And uh, please also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, the follows and shares uh, really help us. And uh, tune in next week for another episode of Assurance in Action.